Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. Welcome back. It's been a while since I have uh, recorded anything for A Dash of Drush. And this is a whole new concept that we've got going on here. I'm really happy that I'm joined today by my good friend, Pedro Silva, Reverend Pedro Silva. And we have been cooking something up that is really connected to creativity, spirituality, creativity, justice, all kinds of things that we're going to explore together. And we were just playing with this idea in our little sandbox here playing with this idea of making a series of seven podcasts to reflect the seven days of creation. Because creation is really about creativity being the seed of everything. And Pedro and I have both been clergy um, and we have sort of been involved in all kinds of different things. And what we both, I think, in different ways come back to is the power and the importance of creative expression. And so we've been planning for a little while to work on a piece together we don't really know what it's going to look like but I will just um, give a few little hints and maybe we'll, we'll give a few more but that's not really what we're talking about today as much but just looking at the you know here we are it's the beginning of Black History Month as we start recording this and just looking at some of the some of the horrors of Black History and and within that some of the relationships between Jewish community and the African-American community, which have been through kinds of different phases. But we've been looking back at some of the legacies of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel and their their friendship and their devotion to each other and their passion for, for justice and for truth. And we've been looking at some of their quotes. We've been looking at some biblical quotes that really in, inspire us. <clears throat> so we're um, we're in this. You know, this might have some poetry, it might have some rap, it might have some uh, traditional Jewish nigun music. It could have, uh, we don't know, but we're just um, in this creative playing phase. So good to see you, Pedro. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, doing this with me. I like that you use the word play and the word sandbox. I mean, because we're adults and a lot of times people forget that adults probably need play as much as and maybe in some cases more than kids at this uh, stage in our life where we have a history of seeing a lot of painful things in society that can make us forget about the play part, like what happened to Tyree Nichols. Um, and other things that have happened throughout uh, society, and especially in our um, mutual ministries, we've seen a lot of things happen over the years that we've been uh, doing ministry in the same space. Um, and it could be tempting to kind of want to go down um, when you see all these things happening, especially we hear a lot of things that a lot of people don't hear about the day to day struggles of a lot of people. And uh, actually, this morning, um, I was almost about to cry because uh, I had an encounter with a, a person. I'm not sure if they were homeless or not, but I was trying to help them. And then they said, uh, I don't need your help. And there's a lot of ways I could have taken it. And I probably didn't take it in the best way. 
um, because it was right in the spot where I was called the N word by another homeless person that I was actually trying to give money to. So I was like, wow. And I had that in my mind before I tried to engage this other person. And so it was really um, brought up some stuff for me. But then I talked to a friend about converting that feeling into a poem or some kind of video or something like that. And within about a few minutes, I started laughing and I noticed that, you know, sometimes that emptiness that we feel when we get disappointed can be easily replaced with creative um, expression. And so I'm excited about what we're doing because we're trying to create something out of those kinds of things. So it's like transforming, transforming or transcending through art because art has enormous power. Art can really uplift us. And I think that you and I have both been interested in the relationship between art and religion, between like spirituality and creativity, the power of uh, imagination to allow us to sort of get out of what feels really hard in the moment, whether it's, you know, locally, nationally, globally, or personally and interpersonally, you know, we, as you said, we were all in the, in the, in the struggle, in the struggle of uh, what we have to deal with um not just as clergy but just as beings in, in this complex world you know so yeah i think the the whole idea of that first day of creation is is really about the idea of like you were saying just before about the uh, about the void the emptiness and the idea that um there's somehow this this something from nothing in hebrew it's called yesh mi'ayin this idea that there's a yesh mi'ayin there where there's been like a, an, an emptiness there's, there's something that comes into that emptiness and like often i think uh, the human experience is to feel that emptiness and that darkness like where we are right right now as we're speaking in our cycle of torah readings is the the exodus narrative <clears throat> and in last week's torah portion we read the last three plagues and the ninth of the tenth plague is darkness and when you mm. look at how the Torah describes that darkness, it's so intense. Like it talks about for three days, like if, if someone was sitting down, they couldn't stand up. And if they were standing up, they couldn't sit down and they couldn't see the face of their brother or their sister because it was this thick, thick darkness that was kind of tangible. And sometimes it feels like the world is experienced. And so what do we what do we do? In darkness, you know, we 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 create like as you know, he or let there be light. So how do we bring right. light into the darkness? And some of that is really through the power of creativity and imagination. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I had that song "Take This Life and Make It Light," and a lot of it was born out of you know the different tensions I felt, some of the pain I felt, and I was working with some kids who um, were kind of struggling with their development and developing their identity they were in eighth grade and they challenged me to write a song that kind of captured it and then I did and I thought about the the places inside of myself and I've witnessed in other people where we kind of go into our own little void you know and the only thing that can come in come in and um fill that is an act of creation and What's awesome about being a human is that we do have that capacity to create. And a lot of people say, oh, I'm not creative, but I don't believe that. I believe every human's creative, whether you want to be or not. But a lot of times what we'll do is we'll like create drama and we don't realize that that's an act of creation. 
Like we'll see a situation and then we'll color it with our emotions or whatever's going on. And that's also an act of creation. And I think if we are able to witness it as an act of creation, we can actually decide what we create. But sometimes we do a a reactive form of creation, but we can actually take an active role in creation and say, okay, let me, like I said to my friend this morning, God help me turn this into a poem before it turns into something else. Yeah. It's so what yesterday I had a root canal done <laughs> and and I, I've, there's a, a new dentist to um, really cool doctor Dr. Alexandra Russ is her name and she's uh, we would I mean I couldn't speak because I had like all this stuff in my mouth but she was like talking and she was saying how she as a dentist she sees herself as an artist and I was like wow that's great and then you know as soon as uh, she like took the stuff out of my mouth and I was able to talk I was like I love that I love that you see your your work as a dentist as an artist and then I talked about how I see my work as art too and how and so I love what you just said about you know people often define themselves say oh I'm not great I'm a scientist or you know I'm a uh you know whatever I am uh, I'm a businessman I'm a banker whatever and so it's like uh that idea that human creativity is so important and that's what that's what the creation story is all about god is this massively creative force that endows that creative force within within what is created so the the, the, that which is created becomes in a way and that's what we're enjoined to do really is as not just as humans you could i mean even say because a lot of it's about procreation and you see that the days of creation coming down i mean the creativity in the plant world the creativity in the animal world right the, the right. marine life the, the the bird life you know and then and then humanity but we'll, we'll get there when we get to our sixth episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah right now, but no, I, the, the seeds right yeah that's cool you know i used to want to be a lot of people don't notice i used to want to be a hairstylist and when i was younger i didn't have like I I knew I wanted to be creative, but I didn't know what the shape it would take. And it was a lot of things. I I just didn't get excited about a lot of things in the world. Um, I was never really excited person in general. And I'm a lot more animated now than I was when I was a kid. And but when I did get excited, I really would be like, yeah, I'm excited. So I know that this there must be some truth to this. And so I wanted to do hair because I thought that it would be really artistic to like take people's hair and like help them feel beautiful or or take a, a guy like a lot of times like we couldn't afford for me to get haircuts that much so sometimes I would have like my hair be messed up so whenever I got a haircut I would feel like really great and I wanted to give that to other people and and also mostly I wanted to work with women's hair um but because of the, like I don't know the times and I told my dad and he thought I was trying to come out to him and he wasn't open-minded. Yeah, so he, so, so he kind of discouraged that, uh, that journey. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I used to do my girl's hair sometimes, but, um, but yeah, it was like, uh, it was because of the creative aspect. I was like, wow, man, I'll get to be creative and the people would be my work of art and they could like walk around and be like, yeah, he like, look what he did. And it's like, and I would always, I would be able to redo like work on the same palette again and again and again, doing people's hair. If they came back, they, like one day I'd make it like this and another day I'd make it like this. I actually put weave in my ex-wife's hair and uh, and did some other stuff uh, with, with for a little bit. And a lot of people don't know that about me, but I did. I, I, wanted to be I didn't know any of this about you. 
Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And I, it was because of the, the art part, man. I could have imagined you doing a lot of different things in the world because you're yeah. such a. I was like, I'm going to be a beautician. A I told my dad. <laughs> Being a hairdresser was not one of them, to be honest. Yeah. 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 I told my dad, I was like, I want to be a hairdresser. Even when I went in the military, I asked them, I was like, hey, if I want to be a hairdresser, can I be one? And they were like, I guess so. <laughs> I think they were lying, though. But what are the, you 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 started uh, sharing the the lyrics of of, the, of that song? Um, what is it? But li about light, love, light. Yeah, take this life and make it light. Take and um, it starts. Yeah, the beginning of the song starts off and it says, "You ever had those thoughts that wouldn't go away? They're running through your mind like every single day." Um, and then it's like gets into like the stress of like going back and forth with your thoughts and then in the end it's about like i'm gonna shine my light to the end of my my days and it's just like a journey to that of that struggle and then the acceptance of like i'm gonna shine my light and when i do it's not just for me it's for everybody else who's watching me as well and that's the the essence of it wow and, and that is really part of the the essence of creation is is light in the darkness, like we were saying. So take this life and make it light. I love that. I really uh, relate. And I think that, you know, when we start talking about the actual ways in which we express our, our art and our creativity, I, mean, I know you've, you've written uh, amazing uh, songs and poems. Um, you've done some raps. And I'm kind of... I love, you know, my background is in theater. So I love, I love the art of acting and performance. I've done a little bit of stand-up comedy. I've done, you know, various things. I've got really, really into storytelling as an art form, you know, and then, and then it's just the ways in which we bring things that are recognizably uh, art, especially performance art, which is just um, such a powerful way to, to, to bring ideas and feelings and spirit into a kind of public arena that that it's hard just sometimes to to speak you know so i i know that i mean not all of the art that you create is, is formed but some of it is mm. right so what i mean yeah. what what excites you about about what we what we're hoping to create together Okay. The main thing that excites me is the modeling, um, because sometimes people don't know what's possible till they see somebody else doing it. And so, you know, us um, modeling our relationship, but then us also mirroring um, another relationship that's critical to the history of our country with um, Rabbi Heschel and, and Reverend King um, is a lot of people, I don't even know how many people know about the relationship. And then for the two of us to then be to some degree, um, in our, you know, separate journeys coming together through our, you know, being clergy and doing some social justice stuff together and everything and finding, um, the, that, um, I don't know that resonance with that modeled with something that was modeled before us as well so I think like just modeling and showing people like that despite our differences and all those other things we can find ways to connect to communicate to be vulnerable um I wasn't always the most vulnerable person 
um, for different reasons. And I've over time become more vulnerable and, um, and shared more of myself with, with other people and, and, um, and been able to see beauty coming out of the, out of the, um, the mess, beauty out of the basura, uh, which is trash in Spanish, but like, just like, I've seen that by being vulnerable and, and through friendships and relationships and seeing the beauty in the art of relationship too, because there's some art that happens in relationship as well that I think people miss. So I'm excited to, of us demonstrating that modeling it and, and discovering as we go through these, these episodes and whatever culminates at the end. Yeah. I just, I just was reading the, the kind of mission statement that we, that we wrote, which might be good to remind ourselves what we, what we said this might be an artistic exploration of the power of relationships between Jews and Christians, black and white brothers, based on the friendship and quest for love and justice of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, as well as the real-time brotherhood of Reverend Pedro and Rabbi Mark, using the media of powerful original oration, deep theology, spoken word, and a hypnotic blend of different cultural music and sound, along with dialogue and reflection, Mark and Pedro confront art, faith, action, racism, and anti-Semitism, as brothers in faith is that what yeah, we're that's doing? awesome man yeah that's what we're gonna do and uh that's what when you when you wrote that up at the first pass i was like i can't add to that man that's uh that covers it so so that's what yeah. we're gonna do and this is this is the, the you know the beginning well, well it's not the very beginning but it's almost the beginning of our uh, going public with this with this idea and yeah, planting some awesome. some seeds of what it can be. Are there any like, you know, seeing as it is Black History Month right now, are there any quotes from from MLK that are right in your heart right now? You know, this isn't an inspirational quote, but the one that he said uh, that about the American dream feeling like an American nightmare sometimes, and him wondering if he integrated his people into a burning building. I think it's important to acknowledge that that was a part of his legacy as well that we ignore because a lot of times we want our spiritual figures or religious figures or leaders to always be on and to always hold the standard of, you know, perseverance and everything like that when part of being human is is struggling and he struggled and, you know, died in the struggle. And, um, but then, out of that, we are still able to create and to and to beautify and things like that. So I think just owning that part of the process, um, the the painful part of the process, is something that our society could do a lot more of, so that we could have like tough conversations and other things. Mm. Yeah, I I mean, he, and he died in Memphis, and I was watching part of that funeral mm. and seeing yeah. like Reverend Al Sharpton's words about opening doors, and then and then the abuse of those open doors that they fought for. I don't know if you saw that speech, but poof, it, was, it was really, it's it's really so shocking that all of these years later in the same, in the same town where, where he lost his life, a, a young black man lost his life at the hands of five black police officers. It's just, yeah, I think, um, you know, and, and one of the quotes that, that I come back to with Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, who 
who marched next to MLK from Selma to Montgomery. And he, he says in, in any free society where terrible wrongs exist, some are guilty, all are responsible. And I think that's part of it too, when you say it's about kind of bringing people's attention to it, you know. I don't feel, we talked about this, I don't feel like I'm a super major activist on the streets every day, but like, I think that art can wake people up. Yeah, and absolutely. That's what we're hoping to do. Yeah, I think it's the missing ingredient, man. I'm convinced of it. Like after doing all the different ways of trying to express it, um, activist, pastor, quitting jobs and doing all sorts of things. At the end of the day, I think the power of, of creativity is the the missing ingredient i don't think that we've done enough of it um and haven't encouraged enough of it and um one of my friends used to say that spiritual spirituality um is equivalent to infinite creative capacity and so tapping into our creative capacity brings us into our spiritual birthright i think and then and that helps us to value our lives and the lives of others as well in my opinion that's beautiful. I think that's a good a good place to end. I, I love that. Let's. I, I want you to say that again. That creativity brings us into our yeah. spiritual birthright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So I'm looking awesome. forward to being creative with you and playing in our spiritual sandbox. And uh, we'll we'll see you guys next time. And this is uh, number one of seven. Awesome. Anybody who's listening, play. Go out there and play because it might save your life and someone else's. See you next time. Thank you for listening to A Dash and Drush. We will see you next time.